Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Jody podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the art of successful relationships. I'm Jody, and the love of my life and partner in crime, Laura, is by my side. Say hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hello, Miss Sweetness. Hi, Baba. How are you? I am doing very well. Yes. You How are. are you? <laughs> oh, I'm peachy. You know, I'm always always good. I'm always just uh, just hanging out and chilling out, loving life, loving the Florida life. Mm-hmm. Except oh. the heat has just been holy mackerel, crazy. I, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you know how, like, when a guy jumps in a pool. You know, the, the fellas kind of climb back up inside yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Okay. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> Old Larry Longball shows himself <laughs> when you head outside and it's about a thousand degrees. <gasps> yeah. Um, my nutsack was dragging on the ground today. <laughs> I love when you get in the car and it says 105. It's like. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. And, and, and also being a guy, too, it's one of those things. You kind of got to be careful. You know, I get in. Of course, you know, you move to Florida. What do you do? You buy a car with black leather seats. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? So yeah. I get into the car and I immediately sear my taint. Um, the, <laughs> the damn thing, I swear. Thank one, you for that. One day I got in there and I, I, I damn near heard a sizzle, I swear. <laughs> Yeah, I, I came out of there and um, my eggs were hard boiled. Oh, all you know right. What I'm okay. Oh, so yeah, so we're going through a, a pretty darn hot spell down here. In, yes, uh, in we Florida. are. I, it was funny because we were going through the Magic Kingdom, the parking lot. Was that last weekend or whenever it was? We yes. had two of the kids with us and they're doing construction down here. So you don't have the nice little tram ride from the parking lot to well the entrance but then again you have to take a bus or a monorail or a boat or ferry excuse me over to the magic kingdom um so now you have to walk through the parking lot um under under this bridge yeah under the tunnel over the bridge and through the woods and then you get all the way over there and then it's like you uh, i think thought I was going to melt and I was going to become part of the blacktop because it was so hot. And I'm thinking, why did I do this? I love the parks more than pretty much any, but any person you know. But I was sitting there going, man, the dog's got it made. She's sitting back in our place in the air condition, yeah, well, on the bed. Yeah, poor and, baby. She yeah. has to stay home by herself. She did. Yeah, meanwhile, my flip-flops were going to melt to the ground, okay? Shreya's flip-flop came home. Oh man! You remember that? Yeah, her flip flop literally came off. It and flopped. Then the, yeah. It did a flip and a flop, <laughs> and the little support thing popped through My the gosh, top. My gosh, that was so funny. Yeah, but we it, had a good time. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like you get, when you go to the Magic Kingdom, and um, you, you're a Florida resident, so it's not like if you're going and staying at a hotel and everything's all nice and gushy and all that stuff. I can't just jump on a bus and say, "Hey, look, I could see the bus stop back to my swanky hotel from here." No, we have to to get ourselves. We say, "Okay, we're going to leave the Magic Kingdom." Okay, great. Well, I could see the end, uh, the entrance to the Magic Kingdom. You know, all the way down the street through 50,000 of my favorite friends. I got to get off there, either get on a boat or a monorail. Hopefully there's one there. Get on the monorail, go to the other side, 
walk the route the other way. Now, maybe it's not as hot, but let me tell you something. The dogs are barking at this point. And uh, I got to traipse my way through the parking lot to my car, get in car and drive anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, depending upon what kind of traffic I-4 decides to throw at me on that given day. So it's like even from the first thought of saying, man, this is a hot day. I'm two hours from the end. Yeah, that that is a problem. And like you're saying, when you're coming here for a vacation, it's different too, because, you know, if it is hot, you know, you're here on vacation. But if you live here, you're like, I can just go there like next week when it's a little warmer. Uh, a little, cool. yeah, ooh, I hope not. <laughs> a yeah. Cooler. Yeah, it's a, I'm waiting for it to be Chernobyl heat around here, you know. And it's okay to go to the resorts, nicely air conditioned and you can just shop around. Because you can get in and out of there pretty quick. You can. You can. But Magic Kingdom is is a little bit of a mess right now. And yeah. Um, yeah. Epcot, I think, is okay. MGM, or excuse me, Hollywood Studios is a little bit of a yeah, pain but, in the butt, Yeah, but you know too. what's really funny about Hollywood Studios? So they are doing a lot of construction because they have the new Star Wars land that's opening soon. Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. It's just opened in California. Yeah, it today, opened today I think. in California, yeah, actually. Yeah, excited. Um, <gasps> and it's really like totally immersive Star Wars stuff. If you had anybody out there as a Star Wars person, um, it's, it is way immersive. Go online to YouTube and check out Galaxy's Edge and take a look. Yeah, Good Morning America was there too. They did a really nice job with that. It's cool. You get to play chess in the Millennium Falcon. The full scale Millennium Falcon. From Star Wars Episode 4. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. Episode 97. A New Hope. Yeah, so so they're doing a lot of construction because of that and they're also redoing um, the entrances because there's a new gondola system going into the parks, which is kind of cool. So you have another way to, to get around at least between a couple of resorts and a couple of parks and be a gondola system. But here's the funny part. So us, the drivers, drive in to uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios parking lot and there's a tram sitting there. And I'm like, this is awesome. The tram's right there. You get on the tram, it goes ahead about 50 feet and then lets you off. I know. Tree and I were on that and it was the funniest thing because we didn't know it. So we got on the tram and it literally went, okay, and welcome. And you went around this little tiny turn and all right, everybody out. And she's like, what was that? And I was like, I just don't, yeah. it was pointless. Yeah. And you know, we were, we're there kind of early for the, the last couple of times we went. So I guess we parked closer to the front. If you're like a late comer and you're like way in the back, yes, maybe it makes I've more sense. That. But I have done that. I've been there late and that's not fun. No, no, no. But um, but I, I do like what I'm seeing going on in that park, uh, at least as far as the expansion goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the gondola system is actually going to be pretty cool. They seem to have, I think you could put like four or six people per gondola and they um, they move pretty quick and there's a lot of them so on the line. Are you saying depending on the size of the person? So if you had Peter Dinklage... You could put maybe 12. Yeah, we could put 17 of you. If it was Hodor. 17 of you two. or one of me. So there you go. I'm going to butter my hips and squeeze my buns right into this thing. Yeah, people think that 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 it's like, you know, Dumbo attraction on the side. It's really going to be my butt cheeks smeared up against the windows. Hey, you know what? I have a very good way to transition into our topic. Ready? Yeah, tell me. So we watched the finale of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the people that are protesting, do you know what that is? It's a form of bullying. Uh, 
Yeah, because uh, oh, don't please don't. Well, here's what I'm gonna say. Just, now, for those don't. I don't, I don't care whose side people are on. If you happen to be a Game of Thrones fan and you like the ending or didn't like the ending, that's fine and dandy. Um, but this pervasive bullying that happened after the fact. Now, it's one thing if somebody wants to have a protest of some sort and say, "Look, you know, we weren't happy with the ending." And all this other stuff. Um, that's fine and dandy. But what happens is, and this is how pervasive things have become in this electronic you society. You like that word today, pervasive. Pervasive. Um, but I, it's really a good descriptive word for this. It's a very pervasive thing because um, people can hide behind these computers and these IP addresses and all this other nonsense and these little monikers they give themselves. That's ridiculous. You know, Billy Bob 475 says... Game of Thrones sucks and I hate you. And that's fine and dandy, but they're taking it to a point now where the two Game of Thrones directors, and this actually ties into what we just spoke about, um, have been hired by Disney to do the next Star Wars movie. Okay? Yes. Um, which is, I think, pretty cool. I mean, let's be honest. They gave, they gave people, you know, a, a decade's worth of game of thrones which whether people like it or not you can't say it's poorly produced um i mean the scale at which they had to to do these things is immense um but there's now petitions to get these guys fired off of that movie because people did not like the ending of game of thrones now in my world that's taken junk a little bit too far you know in my opinion in my opinion. In my opinion, I think that's a bunch of bullcrap. Listen, I'm and just going to say that they they did an extremely amazing job with the show. And I am one of them that did not like how it completely ended. But I wouldn't be signing a petition. And I wouldn't be criticizing people that... I could never do what they're doing. So I'm just saying it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, so Hey, if I go to a baseball game and I'm a Yankees fan and the Yankees are playing the Red Sox and my big hitter's up, bottom of the ninth, two outs, one man on base and we win if he gets a hit. If he doesn't get a hit, do I ask for my money back? No, well, no one was asking for their money back. They were just no. asking for their jobs, which is even worse. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's and really... And guess what? They don't have any power, so... No, they really don't. Mm -mm. And uh, one of the guys who was actually on the show actually um, made a good point about it, and some other people made a similar point. Who? Um, uh, Ringworm, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, Grey Worm, not Ringworm. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, Grey Worm. He basically said, you know, it's it's nice that people love what you do so much that they feel like they, they're so passionate. They, they're so passionate that they feel like they own it. But at the end of the day, they don't. It's not their story it's to tell. Ridiculous. It's for them to watch. It's ridiculous. They don't own it, and not for nothing. But you know, George R R Martin R R R R R Martin. He's got fifty seven R's in his name. Um, never finished the book uh, and left it to the series directors and writers to continue on because he never finished his book and he consulted with them so he knew how it was going to end too and didn't ridiculous. have a problem with it. So if the author didn't have a problem with it, why does everyone else in the world? Um, so anyway, yeah, so bullying is, uh, is today's topic. I'm taking this time off of you. You have now gone on for 12 minutes almost. 
Okay. But it's a damn good 12 minutes. Listen. What what's the, what's the name of our podcast? A peanut butter. Peanut and butter is Jody. gonna a peanut butter is gonna leave. You can't. It's leave. gonna be Jody. All the plants are gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a bit about bullying. Okay. Because I think pretty much everyone in the planet has been the victim of some sort of a bullying. Well, you know, let me let me back it up back by it up, saying sweetheart. that the other day. <laughs> The other day we were in the car Back and I have a tendency to bring up topics and say, what do you think? Or, you know, uh, reminiscing about something. And for some reason I was thinking about bullying. Don't know why. And I had said to Bub, I was like, you know, it's really interesting when you think about the fact that our three kids, every, every one of them was bullied by a friend, quote unquote. And I thought, you know what? I don't know what made me think of it. And I'm like, we all had that friend that bullied us. Yeah. And and they were your friend, but they would just do things to either call you out or just. And they were your dick friend. And I just thought about that. And I'm like, so that's how I thought about it. And then we were talking about it. And I was like, you know, this is a very interesting topic for a podcast because everybody has either been the bully or have experienced the the end you know the the um being bullied themselves and i thought you know what why don't we talk about it you know Mm -hmm. yeah so how do you want to start do you want me to tell you about my situation yeah let let's talk about um let's go back in time go back in time (laughs) to when you were a little guy i was never a little guy and uh were you bullied were you bullied of course. Were you bullied by a friend? Yep. Uh, a relative? Um, yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. So get now, we're not going to go through a million stories. No, okay? I can give you a couple. Yeah, go ahead. Give me a couple good ones. So I'm not going to use names for people. Okay. Um, but when I was a kid, um, I, I would say we're probably talking about, about <clears throat> you is, know. Is this about the, the tree of knowledge? No. Was this Adam and Eve? That's pretty darn far back. I don't. I know. I'm Was a there a old. serpent? Yes, I got a serpent for you. Oh. Um, so um, the serpent in the rainbow. Oh, okay, that was a good movie. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna watch a good one and again, tonight it's too. It's something about driving something through somebody's taint. So Ooh, there you go. I'm not a guy, but gee, that's yeah. rough. We're seeing a movie tonight too. Yeah, it's about taint smashing. It's called The Perfection on Netflix, and it's supposed to be making people sick. So I'll oh, be watching that. Yeah, I've got to watch We're that. We're definitely going to watch it. Go ahead. Yeah, vomit, vomiting in the future. <laughs> so I was probably about like, um, you know, fourth to sixth grade, you know, when this stuff was going on. And it's one of those things where it's like there were three or four of us that were friends. Okay. Um, Is and, this a story you told me? Yeah. Okay. Three or four of us that are friends. And um, these guys lived like a couple of blocks away from me. And um, if I had each one of them separately, everything's fine. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Put them together and the two will turn on you. Yes. Right? Yes. So I had a number of incidents with these two guys. There was one where they just kept antagonizing me and antagonizing me. We talked about me and my explosive temper. Uh, and this is around the same time when, when that all reared its head. Um, I remember having a completely crazy reaction. They were doing something to me. And I got off my bicycle. Yes. I, I picked this. up the bicycle. 
and threw the bicycle at them pretty much as hard as I possibly could. Now he's bigger than all those guys, so there was a little bit of velocity on that bad boy. Um, but there was another incident with them a couple of uh, probably the same year. So wait a minute. So you throw the bike. Yeah. And what's the reaction? Like, what? how do they react? They laugh. I cry and I go home. Oh, God. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. What were they bullying you about? Do you, you don't that remember? That one I don't remember. But, okay. but because I was bigger than everyone else. Oh. Um, the chubby guy. Oh. Um, there was a time when we were in sixth grade that they were saying when I walked, everything boomed. Oh. So I'm walking in the room and they're going, boom, 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 boom. And these boom, are your friends. Boom. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I wow. exploded in the middle of sixth grade class and tackled one of the oh. two of them in the middle of class. Okay. And, you know, we get separated and all this other stuff. They stopped that bull crap. But that's the kind of thing that would go on. And these were your quote unquote friends. And, and why do you hang with them? You know what I mean? It's like we all do it. Like, yeah, why? Yeah, and it makes me wonder. Um, you know why? Because I think we're trying, to, we look at them as people that, that are, we're trying to get accepted by them. And we're realizing that that's not what's about. Yeah, and it, for me, it was always a little tough, too, because, again, I was always a bigger kid. Um, you know, and, and you know, I, I so I was probably more prone. You know, I'm the kid when we went to play flag football. They had to take um, two of the belts and hook them together to put around me. Stop. I'm serious. Oh, Bob, stop. Okay, good. Yeah, it's true. Saddens me. So, but, that, which means I had four flags, which made it unfair. So first of all, I, so I was picked last, of course, because I'm fat, um, little fat ass. I, so I, I'm picked last and I got four friggin' flags on me. So everybody can nail me to the ground anyway. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Where are all of these kids now? Like, what do you know, like adulthood, like what happened to them? Um, one of them still lives in that area. And I think he is a general contractor. So he builds houses and stuff. Okay. The other one lives up in the Poconos somewhere. Um, Is he building furniture? No, yeah. Uh, I I don't know exactly what happened to him, but um, I was in communication with his sister a while back. If you recall one of the other podcasts we had uh, where I was talking about how I um, got dressed up in kiss makeup. Oh, yes. Well, he was one of those kids. Oh, okay. 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 So, um, yeah. So uh, I had had situations like that. I had a, a couple of situations with uh, the occasional uh, family member um, or family member to be. In some cases, uh, one of my uh, my sister's um, to be husbands, her first husband, um, was very much a prick to me. And um, you know, I had a, a, an issue when I was a kid that required surgery to fix, and he would make fun of me. You know, he'd say, you know, I, I had boobs, basically. I had a, a condition called gynecomastia, where I basically, going through puberty, developed breast tissue. And I had to have a double mastectomy as a kid to get rid of that. And he would mercilessly mock me, poke, it, poke at my boobs, throw bras at me. Wow. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yep. So, yeah, that was fun. Remember you telling me the stories, too, about when you worked at McDonald's. Um, what happened there? The one guy was taunting you, so you busted his arm or something. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was taunting me. Yeah. He's dead now, so that's oh, all good. God. You know, and I just think it's just like I know they say, and I was I'm a true believer in this that things happen for a reason. It you either learn from it 
or you, well, you learn from it, basically. The good or the bad, you learn from it, and it teaches you to deal with things in life. I know that. But when you're going through it, it's just mm. horrible. Well, when, now, when you were a kid, did you have any issues? I did. I did. Um, well, when I was little, I was really fat, and I wore glasses, so the kids called me Fatty Four Eyes. Uh-huh. And it was, then I lost a lot of weight, because when I got into seventh grade... I decided that I'm not going to eat anymore. So I literally didn't eat and became like sort of anorexic hmm. and then lost all my weight. So I had no problems with that. Right. But then when I was in high school, there was a girl there who was a friend with another friend of mine who I'd known for years. And when they would get together, mm. they would just, and the one would just like, was her yes girl. You know what I mean? So the one that I met in high school, she would say things like we were in the hallway and she'd say, she put like an onion in my religion book because I went to Catholic school. Just to start with you. But alone, she wouldn't do shit. No. And I remember her saying in the hallway, hey, Laura, I put an onion in your religion book and you didn't even know. But what had happened was, I was always very smart, is I would... I took the onion. I saw her do it. I took the onion and I put it in her religion book and in the hall. And I went, no, Chris, did you check your book? And the kids are like, ah. So she annoyed me so badly that I ended up calling. I knew she had an abortion. Ooh. So she was telling me and my girlfriend in confidence that she, her mother didn't know. So I went and got her number. And at that time, there was no caller ID. And I called and I told her mother, I said, hi, you don't know me, but I want to let you know your daughter had an abortion. So she came to school the next day crying. I can't believe somebody did that to me. And I was like, that's horrible. Oh boy. So so she got a, you got immediate revenge on her. Oh yeah. That's, but that's, that's always how I rolled, you know, with things like that. You know what the funny thing is? She was not a popular girl. She Hmm. was not a liked girl. So, you know, I had an incident with bullies on the bus. Yeah. They I were think, older yeah. than me. They had, the one those. kid had really bad acne. Mm. And he used to taunt me about my size. And he, I think I was a freshman. He was a senior. So what I did is I thought, well, you know what I'm going to do? Bullies are not good face to face with you. Correct. Yeah. So I got on the bus. I brought a treat with me that I had made. And I sat behind him. And I said, hi, I'm Laura. And he looked at me and, and I went, I have something for you. And I gave him like this chocolate cupcake. He never bothered me again. Wow. So he, I killed him with kindness. Yeah, well, then that's not a bad approach. One of the issues I always had in dealing with these situations is, um, especially as an adult, because when you're a kid and somebody does something, you can pretty much take immediate revenge. If you're that guy who's going to explode or, or punch someone or do something to them, you can do it and there's really no price to pay. But when you're an adult, oh, it's a different thing, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what I find myself caught up with is that there are people that do things to you. And there, there are people that have done things to me um, professionally, um, very horrible, devious, awful things that they've done. And it catches you so off guard that you don't necessarily yeah. react because I think we're good people. We're not, we're not nasty to anybody and we don't, we don't do anything to, to incite any anger or any, anything like that. And when somebody comes at you like that, you're almost dumbfounded. Yeah, you don't know what to say. You or... don't know what to say. And then you go back and you start thinking, Oh, I should have done this and I should have done that. And mm-hmm. I should have done this. And you'll crush yourself with the, what you should have done. 
Um, you know, and, and that's that's also creates a whole other kind of, you know, anxiety and anger and, and all this other stuff. And then you start plotting things. And I've done all this nonsense <laughs> where I've I've systematically plotted stuff against people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in, in some cases, um, in in the professional world, took years for me to execute. Yeah, what do they call that? Like they, that's that that's known as something when um, when you keep, you know, I don't know. There's there's a term sub- for that. Subversive. No, it's not subversive. But I, what I was going to say is um, something interesting is that first of all, we talked about the the friend that's a bully which yeah. everyone's experienced or you may have been the bully oh. you know yeah. um but i i have was telling i was telling you that it's interesting well first of all if you ever notice dogs especially or wolves they have that pack mentality that if one picks on one that's weaker quote unquote they all jump that, on that that happened one. to your sister i know it did um one with of her the, dogs yeah one of the dogs attacked she has a bunch of larger dogs one of the dogs attacked the other dog and the docile dogs um mm-hmm. joined the pack and yeah. started attacking the other dog yeah yeah so they had to get rid of the ringleader who kept you know starting or inciting the attack um, and now everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. So take now. that ringleader out, and which sometimes is the case too. You kind of have to to do things. You know, sometimes people, and I find this this is also the case too. And in, in one instance, I had right. So I'll give you a, an example of a couple of things that happened to me in the workplace. Okay. Okay. So everybody <laughs> has their which I probably know. Well, so everybody has their opinion of things. Okay. Now, before Apple became the biggest company known to man, um, most people that I worked with really weren't behind Apple when Apple was trading at twenty dollars oh, so, a share. So let's do a little backup. It is this the? Um, uh, I don't mean to. Yeah, offend. no, no offense, but okay, those people. Yeah. So I have you know an iPod or whatever because iPhones and all that stuff weren't out yet, and this individual. Um, decided to buy a Microsoft Zune, which literally looked like a shit turd. Okay, it was a brown square device. That's that is the same word. They're synonymous. Shit turd. You mean brick? And brick. No, those two words mean the same thing. Shit and brick. No. What? Shit and turd mean the same thing. Shit turd. That's what you said. Oh. <laughs> I, it's actually a good point. <laughs> So this thing, this Zune, you can go and look it up if you never saw one. It literally looks like a a, a brown shit turd. A okay? brick. It looks like a poop brick. A poop brick. <laughs> you said a shit turd. It looks like a shit turd poop brick. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, he comes out of nowhere with one of these comments. Now this guy is is uh, you know at least was a. Uh, a bully and and he had all of the traits of the popular kid bully mentality all of them okay um and he comes up and he says this to me he says no offense but anyone that likes apple products are fucking idiots now that's not an opinion about an apple product anymore Mm -mm. that's a straight jab against me okay right um 
And, you know, you, as tech, tech, techie guys, we go down the road and we start to discuss the technologies and blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, okay, if we fast forward till now, that same guy only uses Apple products, by the way. Um, but you never brought it up. No, I never, I never brought it up. Because you're the bigger guy. Yeah, well, physically, yeah, um, the bigger guy. Um, but I had another incident with this guy, and this was very much a bullying thing. And it's one of those things where you don't know what to say when somebody says it to you. No, you don't. So I'm, I'm in the office and I'm sitting there one day and I'm learning another job at the time. Okay, I was learning a, a different task. And we, the company is going through all sorts of stuff. People could potentially get laid off and all this other nonsense. And he comes up to me. He goes, hey, you want to talk? Sure, no problem. Let's go out on the patio. So we go out on the patio. I sit down. You had a patio? Yeah, you have a patio there. In, oh. in Princeton, yeah. Oh. So we're sitting on the patio, and he goes, you know, I like where I sit. And you know that job that you're you're uh, learning right now? Well, I'm taking it. So you can go find yourself something else to do because I'm taking your job, and that's the way it's going to be. And I'm like, wow. I, I didn't even know what to say. What did you say? I said, you know what? I said, man, you're probably right. My time here, I've been here too long. I should really find something else to do. So I marched my ass into HR's office and had his ass chewed out. And what happened to him? Oh, he eventually got ousted. Uh, He wound up leaving on his own because his job got so difficult. That is ridiculous. But the thing is, is that he thought he was going to literally lay a threat out to me directly just like I was a little kid. And um, they're so used to getting their own way, too. Yeah. What does he think I was going to do? Stand up and punch him? No. No, I think he thought that you were just going to take it. Yeah. And yeah, I took it. Yeah, I took it. And uh, now he works for some other stupid company somewhere. And um, and I'm still standing. You know? I'm still standing. Better than I ever did. Oh, it's coming out. The Elton John like movie. Supposed to be really good. Rocket Man. I'm still standing. You know that? It's yeah. supposed to be really good. Rocket um, Man. Rocket Man. Rocket. You know, you know what's funny about Rocket Man? It's funny you're not listening to me at all. I'm listening to you because you said it's coming out. Rocket Man's coming out. So you know I'm going to tell you, you about Rocket Man. You concentrating on your own self there and you're I didn't singing wanna, I and didn't you're, want and to you're not, rising up out of the chair to I hit the high note. I did not want to not hit the note. I had to hit I the note. I wish people had seen that. You actually rose out of your chair. It's the most exercise I've had all day. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but the um, Rocket Man movie's yes. coming out, like you said, which yeah. is pretty darn exciting. I mm-hmm. do happen to love Elton John. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I had to do that. I haven't done that in a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I do love Elton John. Do you? Um, even though I don't know. Sir. Elton John. Sir. Yeah, I don't know what the actual words to the song Rocket Man even mean. Because from what I could tell, it goes, Rocket Man, Ooh-ba-la-ba-ni-ba-le-ba-long. <laughs> well, they said it's about... The hell does that mean? They said it's about... What does um, Ooh-da-la-ba-ni-ba-le-ba-long mean? <laughs> Talk about misheard lyrics. Well, they, isn't it supposed to be about a guy that's going up in space, right? Is that Rocket Man? I have no idea. And then Taron Edgerton was talking about um, he's the guy that plays Elton John in the movie for those who do not know and he was talking about how somebody asked him what does Benny and June mean he said I have no idea you mean Benny and the Jets <laughs> Benny and the 
Jets. Benny and June was a movie. Because <gasps> of Sir Johnny Depp Johnny Depp, Depp yeah. Um, yeah, Benny and the Jets. And he said, honestly, he said, I never even asked him because I kind of want that mystery of what it's about. So we'll never know that either. No. And I, I want to know, I, I don't remember who's playing Bernie Taupin in the movie, uh, but Bernie Taupin is the guy that wrote pretty much like most of Elton John's Is that songs. the guy from, well, the guy from Game of Thrones is in it. That's probably him. Rob Stark? No. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be him. Yeah. Um, because he's, you know, Elton John's the singer performer. And, um, you know. Uh, I like how you Bernie, said Rob Stark. Bernie Taupin <laughs> is, is the writer pretty much. Um, I don't know about super early Elton John, but I know that most of the stuff that we're familiar with was Bernie Taupin uh, penned compositions, compositions. Anyway, I'm pretty excited to see that. Film. Yeah, I am too. We're going to see Godzilla tomorrow. Gojira. And then we have to see Ma. 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 And um, yeah, a lot of movies. Toy Story 4 yep. is coming out. Yep. Got to see that. We already saw Endgame. Oh. That was so good. Good film. You can't say anything because some people have not seen it yet and I don't want to ruin anything, but yeah, definitely. it was film. really good. I mean, super film. Really good. So, yeah. um, um, back to our, back to our topic. Uh, okay. So speaking of Marvel, the, yeah. what do they call it? The M, the M, what? The Marvel, the something universe. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. The MCU. Right. Because John Favreau, who was... The, the Iron beginning. Man guy. Yeah. Um, he's doing this show on Netflix that's called The Chef Show. And Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. are two of his guests when he's cooking mm. with whoever that... You, you probably know who he is. The uh, the guy that's yeah, that trained yeah. him for mm? Chef, the movie. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. It's not YB Choi. YB Choi was a martial artist. No, it was like R something. Yeah. Um... Or yeah, I forget his name. His last name's Choi, though. Roy, yeah, Roy, Roy, Ch- Roy Choi. <laughs> I think it's Roy Choi. It sounds wrong. I think I think it is Roy Choi. But that guy is famous for, and that, when John Favreau met him was mm-hmm. when he was going to was thinking about doing the Chef movie. And it I was just actually, said that. Was it, yeah, when no doing the chef movie. I said not that. the show. It's on Netflix. No, no, I just said that. I said that this guy hey. who's in the show with him, hey. he met him when he did Chef the movie. Yes, he's and, the guy that showed him how to cook. Right, but do you know how he came across that guy? On the road? No, it wasn't on the road. The guy has like a um, a Korean barbecue truck. Okay. And that truck would be around oh, yeah. when they were making Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. I think you told me that. Yeah. So that's kind of how um, how they met. So the know. point of this yes. was that I was rolling into Tom Holland, who's Spider-Man. And when we watched Spider-Man years ago with Tobey Maguire. Yes, the original. Mm-hmm. We had the, the original Spider-Man. We had the scene with um, Peter Parker and... Flash, who was the bully, yeah. and how you were just rooting for Peter Parker to just beat the living crap out of Flash. Yeah. Although they've changed his character a lot now, but anyway. So I had said to Bub, I was like, I wonder me. if when somebody who's a bully, if they know they're a bully, I don't know if they know they're a bully, um, 
do they look at that like a scene like that and root for the person and say, hey, well, Peter Parker had it coming or, you know, I, I would just love to know how does a bully hmm. perceive that? Yeah, how do they? Well, how do they perceive themselves? Yeah, do they know that they're being total douchebags? I I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, because in the in the reality of life, you would like to be in a situation where you talk to people, you meet people, people work in collaboration with one another, everybody's happy. But at the end of the day, there are these douchebags in the world, always, everywhere you go, and they will come at you for no flipping reason. Absolutely, and. Uh, and it just continues to happen. It doesn't matter how old I am. Okay, so so I'm the ripe old age of, of 50, and I'll, I'll be 51 in a few months, right? Boo-hoo. And literally to this day, you know, I could go back six months or a year, year uh, and I, I can't talk necessarily about the you situation. You can't talk at all, evidently, right now. I can talk in circles, sister. <laughs> um, but, you know, literally a year ago, I'm dealing with um, harassment and bullying behavior in the workplace. Yeah. And I work for one of the biggest companies known to man. And mm-hmm. it's and it's like when you go and you tell people, you tell tell management and you tell you know the the leadership and you tell human resources and all and these nobody people. Cares. It's like yeah, it's like they're like, Yeah, we don't really see signs of harassment here. And I'm like, Are you absolutely kidding me? I mean, I literally, I have someone scowling in my face in a literal sense. Yeah, I don't and I, understand and I'm, a, any of I'm that. a professional, okay? I'm a professional and I'm dealing with that <laughs> stuff just like I was a little flipping kid, you know? And, and it just doesn't end. And you know what the unfortunate thing is? Here's the unfortunate byproduct of all of this. The unfortunate byproduct is, is that, that I have to listen to this? Yes, you have to listen to this diatribe, which is going to continue <laughs> wow. for the next diatribe. I love that word. Diatribe. <laughs> diatribe. The Sounds word like of the a- day. Diatribe. Sounds like a medication for your stomach or diarrhea yeah, or something, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. Are you feeling a little sour in the gut today? Hey, mom, my belly hurts. What should I have? Well, Billy, go in the cabinet and get yourself some diatribe. Comes in four flavors. Yeah. Cherry, milk of magnesia flavored, vomit and urine flavored. I did cherry. Cherry flavored. Uh, Diatribe. Hey, mom, my belly feels better thanks to diatribe. Right? <laughs> it does. It sounds like a flip of medication. So anyway, um, what was I going to say? What's going on with it? Oh, the screensaver just kicked in. It still continues to record our I know it does, voices, but so. I've never seen it do it that much. Well, you know, it's everything. This technology stuff you is You were just... talking about the bullying with like six months oh, or yeah. a year ago. So what happens is... Everyone's like, what? Nice people like us are over time... Over time, you don't want to even deal with people. No. Right? You, you want don't. You want to like excommunicate everybody out of your life like they're, they're a, uh, a, a church priest rapist, right? You just want to get them, get them out of your life, take the collar off, and throw them down a rabbit hole. That's true. Right? You just, you just want them all gone. You'd rather isolate yourself and, and you know not what? deal with people as a protection mechanism because you know that in a large portion of cases... People are going to be selfish. They're going to dick out on you at some point I, for no I reason. Do, I'm going to do a side note. Go ahead, side note. Sidekick. Sidekick. 
Bring I it on. I just wanted to say that, you know, I had a quote-unquote friend, um, Suzanne. And yeah. um, she was a passive-aggressive. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't necessarily bullying, but she would do things that you'd like think like, hmm, was that a dig or, you know, whatever. She just, was just a left very you, strange woman. Kind but, of left you wondering, right? Yeah, like the one time you and I were outside waiting for one of the kids to come out of the school and she pretended she didn't know us or see us. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I'm like, literally what the standing heck is that? three feet from you. Because she has another you. group she's talking to. So, you know, I think about that and I'm like, we're talking about, you know, friends that are bullies and not that she's necessarily a bully, but it's still like gets at it's you. Just, you know, it's like a little poke here and there, you yeah, know? Look, look what's going on here, though. Look, you're missing it. Ready? I'm getting poked from the back by the dog. Oh, well, that's a whole other not podcast. In that, not in that Anyway. Kind of, I have animal magnetism. No, she's coming up behind me, and she keeps pawing my shoulder. Okay. You and are she, so weird with that dog. She loves me, though. I, yeah. She loves me. So can I get back to yes. Suzanne? Yes, Suzanne. And, and the thing that always got behavior. me, and, I, and we've all been in this situation, when you look at somebody, and Jen was another one, you look at them, and you hear them, and you're like, you know, th- they have good good things about them right and then they do these things and you look around and there's they have people that they associate with aside from you and you're like what do people not see like why are people dealing with them yeah i I don't understand And i've never ever i remember one time i said something about suzanne to somebody and i was like why don't you ask suzanne to do it and it was just like it wasn't like a wise guy thing and she went She's got a lot on her plate. And I was like, okay, she's at home. She never cleans her house. She, I've never, I was never in the woman's house, if you recall. She never invited me in her house and I knew her for 17 years. Yeah, it's a little weird. No, not 17 years. Um, 12? Yeah, no, 12. yeah, 12, 12 years, 13 years, yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah, probably about 14. Yeah. 14, because Christian's 15. 13.5. So like, <laughs> we'll split the difference. So it's like, I always tell Bub that I, if I could equate myself to any any Disney movie, any character in any movie, uh, animated feature, I would say I was Alice in Wonderland. Because sometimes I look around going, why is nobody seeing what I'm seeing? Are they all puffing on the stuff like the caterpillar was? Like, why is nobody seeing what I'm seeing? And then I feel like when people respond, oh, they're great and they're terrific. It's like, what? But if you watch these folks. Um, they can't. They don't they, have the same people in their in their life. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, they can't sustain relationships. No. They, they burn them out. And you know what's funny? We saw uh, an epic burn and fail from Florida for the stuff that was going on up in Jersey for Jen and her crew. Yeah. We saw that whole thing just, and you, you saw it coming. Yep. And they're like, watch us, watch us shine. Yeah, shining in the flames. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything that they were standing for just fell apart. I know. As it should, because they were being, they were being bullies. They, they were, were being, being they were being dickheads mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. you know uh, you know wanted to screw the poor kids. Yeah, of the they town. didn't want kids in the the what do they even in call their it? The unsavory areas. Yeah, they they didn't want kids from unsavory areas in their schools. Um, so they were going to literally buy another school to bust the the kids that didn't even exist yet. By the way, so they were going to build um, a low income housing apartment complex in the town. 
And in doing that, you know, hey, you could have some poor kids come into town. And um, they wanted to take those kids and stick them somewhere else so they didn't have to deal with them. Like, they were some highfalutin group of people, right? Um, They're not not flipping millionaires, but they were acting like they were. And, um, you know, I always see her. Um, but they all they all got theirs. So and they did because they thought that what that's the scary part is like people think that they are correct in their thinking and it's so backwards. Like and especially Jen, who really didn't come from a lot, right? No. And, you know, her husband Bob, like his mother was always a very wonderful woman and, you know, fight fight for the little guy kind mm-hmm. of person. And then they're they're doing things that are just they were not raised to do, and you wonder what are you doing? No, and I I was the poor kid. Well, you were the one that said something to her about you didn't agree with it, and no. then then they got into a tizzy because God forbid you have an opinion you disagree with somebody because you can't do that anymore. Yeah, no. So I I, I got unfriended, and uh, oh, that was the end of it. That's it. That's like social media hell. You were unfriended. You've disappeared from the social media No, you media weren't platform. unfriended. She thought you unfriended her. Oh, actually, I did unfriend her, but I unfriended everyone. And she, she just wanted to check in, and she went, just wanted to make sure, did you unfriend me? And he and I went, said, yes. And no, <laughs> you said no. And she goes, okay, just checking, and then never heard from her again. No, but at the time, we thought I had a tumor. So there was no question about the tumor or anything, right? I didn't have a tumor. Um, I had a pain in my side that I lovingly called for Ned. You Ned. call it Laura. <laughs> I called it Ned. I had this little lump, and I called it Ned. so weird. Um, so anyway, um, <laughs> they knew about that, but they were more concerned about the unfriending. About and, winning. And not the potential tumor. Winning. Winning. And guess what? At the end of the day, they didn't lose, which, you know, it's really sad. 90% of the time, the little guy or, or the person who stands up for the right thing loses. Yeah, look at Tyrion. Yeah. You know, I mean, the little guy loses. So what's your impetus to to stand up to bullies? Or do you just avoid them? You know, so, you know, what I'd always done as a kid when dealing with bullies, I would frequently explode as a kid as adults. As an adult, I would strategize to take revenge on them. It's ridiculous that you even have to do this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and to be perfectly honest, I probably wasted from 2015 um, till 2000, till currently, still to this day, um, I have running documentation against a single individual in the company because of stuff that this individual continues to do. That they allow to happen. That the company is allowing to happen. And they say how wonderful she is. Uh, Not like it matters. But anyway, um, you know, there's been massive amounts of evidence presented to them showing this this kind of behavior and this behavior against other people and, and all this other stuff. Can I tell you a funny story? Sure. I just thought of this, and I was telling the kids this the other day, and they they don't remember this. So, you know, we're talking about bullying. (laughs) This is actually a funny, not funny story. Um, When my aunt was in Granville House, which is a, a, um, not nursing home, it's assisted living. So they basically can function on their own. Anyway, I would go to see her like, I don't know, a couple days a week at the time. My mom was really sick. And... um, my dad had passed, I think, by then. And I remember going in there to see her, and I would go to see her and bring her stuff in the morning, and I was in this little 
I'm listening. What are you doing, Bubba? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. I'm calling you out right now on the podcast. Okay, I was checking my phone. Okay. So um, I went into Sears, like a little living area, and everybody was like in there. And I went in there, and there was a woman, and she was had dementia or whatever. There was nobody around who worked there. They were all in a meeting in a room, and I didn't know where the room was. Just a, just a little precursor to the story. So I go to my aunt and I I bend down. I don't even bend. I squat down to talk to her because she's sitting. And there's this lady with dementia who comes over to me and she goes, <laughs> she was like, that's mine. And it was like paper towels or something. And my aunt went, that is not yours. And I went, and she looked at me and she went, what are you doing, you bitch? To me, this dementia lady. And she pushes me as I'm getting out of my squat. I lose my balance. I go into the door. My aunt starts crying. And I'm like trying to get away from her. And she keeps following me. And she was Come fast. Back here. She was fast. And she said, get over here. And she goes to try to hit me. She probably took and the I'm tennis like, balls from underneath her walker. So it gave her a little more speed. No, she didn't have a walker. She was like going and there was nobody around. And I was like, it was like a horror movie. It's like you go to open a door in the kitchen. Nobody's there. And so anyway, they come out, they get her and they're like, okay, she has dementia. We're sorry. I said, it's okay. It's okay. I said, don't worry about it. And I go go in there two days later and one of the nurses, they knew me really well. And she's like, Laura. I have to tell you something and don't be upset. And I went and watched. She goes, remember the woman that <laughs> chased you down? I said, yeah. She goes, well, we took her. She went to the hospital that day um, because she was having issues. <laughs> and they had her on a gurney in the hallway and she fell off. She um, got split her head open on the floor and died. Oh, my God. So... I was being funny, which isn't funny. And I said, well, then that teaches everybody that nobody should come at me, right? Which isn't funny, which isn't funny, but it's a whole bullying thing. Even in that age, they have dementia, right? They're still bullying. Here's an interesting thing. Is that crazy? That was the craziest story. It was like a horror movie. It was like one of those horror movies. So there was a guy, okay, back back in uh, in the day, um, I used to love professional wrestling as a kid. Okay. So me and my friends used to go no, to see the matches and all this other stuff. Yeah. Anyway. So I used to follow, even though I couldn't watch them, I used to, there were three big wrestling organizations in the country. Okay. And I would follow them in magazines, the ones I could not watch on television because I can only watch the magazines. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Professional Wrestling Illustrated and uh, all these different magazines I used to, to get. Um, so I remember walking and going by in these magazines and I sit there and, and stare at them for, for weeks and I knew everything about all was, these wrestlers. Was that the same time period when, um, those little, those little guys, when you drop the money out of your pocket? Yes. That was such a sad story. Yes. Go yeah. Ahead. The goop. I, I lost Aww. the $20. It was the, um, the bugs. Yeah. The monster, monster making or the bug making machine. Yeah. Jackie Coogan did Aww. the, uh, the ad for. Yeah. So anyway, 
So yeah, it was around that same time, and I okay. would I would go and buy the wrestling magazines. But I used to follow this AWA organization, which was like the it was like Texas and and Oklahoma in that area. Okay. Anyway, the guy who was the big dude back then was a guy named Vern Gagne. Okay. All right. So Vern Gagne, you know, eventually became an old dementia patient. Okay. 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 And they put him in a nursing home. Okay, but Vern Gagne was a professional wrestler, oh, right? Oh, God. So he got into an argument with some other dementia patient and body slammed that guy until he <gasps> died. I'm going to say it. I haven't said in a long time. Yeah. I never heard that story. Really? No. Oh, yeah. This is an interesting one, yeah. So he, so he, he body slammed the dude. Dude died. And they the family didn't press charges because these were clearly not, you know, he was clearly not of a sane state of mind. He was he was like eighty, and he just scooped this dude up and just dropped him. Wow. Yeah, huh? Can you imagine? Imagine being a, a professional wrestler. Imagine Hulk Hogan in there, right? As a dementia patient in there. Or DDP. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. Hulk Hogan, would be, uh, you know, being there going, "Let me tell you something, Mean Gene," and he scoops up some old ass dude and drops him on his head. I mean, what the heck? You know, well, you know, it's funny when when people think of bullies, mm-hmm. you know, nothing to do with that story. But in general, when you think of bullies, you think of like, you know, little kids getting bullied. You don't really think of people in the workplace getting bullied, even oh, though no. that's very, very common. You don't think of the elderly bullying either. And let me tell you, I have another story, which is a lot shorter and not as traumatic as that one. Oh no, splitting head death. Oh god, that is awful when you think about it, but it was kind of ironic that I was the last person that touched that she she tried to touch or hit, you know? My aunt was crying oh, and she was Yeah, I'm honored. I'm honored. I was the last person this no. old bitty tried to maim. Listen, I, there was no honor. No. No, I'm just saying my aunt she was like as the woman's running around chasing me she's going leave her alone Bubba (laughs) what are you doing I'm just checking something continue to talk no I'm not going to talk I'm listening I'm not go ahead go ahead speak go ahead tell me your story I'm listening full full attention I'm at full attention okay so I was going to tell you that um, there was a lady that lived next door to my aunt at the time and I thought she was a really nice lady you know and I'd go there and I would talk to like all the elderly people like everyone knew me because I was you know how are you doing? And blah, blah, blah. And I went, my mom was really sick at the time. And she said to me in front of my aunt, um, hey, I want to ask you a question. Uh, your aunt misses you. She doesn't see you as much. Now, mind you, I think I was coming at that point, like maybe one or two times a week. She's like, uh, yeah, um, I guess you're like too busy to see her. Wow. And I went, Actually, I said, my mom is really sick. She has cancer. And she went, oh, and I felt like, you know what? So she lashed out not knowing. And you know what happened anything. to her? You know yeah. what happened to her? She dropped dead from she splitting died. her head open? She died. Did she split her head open, though? No, she died. Was it she a- died and, and no one came to see her. So. Oh, so it wasn't like a coconut split? And you know what? I was so... <laughs> I was so nice to her and that's what bothers me. It's like I would go in her room and I would talk to her and, and you know, and it's like you, you wonder why do I even bother? You yeah. know, why? Right. And and I think that's that's kind of the point. Remember that too. other old lady? Which one? The one in church and I gave oh. her cookies. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then she was on the phone with me and she's like, you're not going to come help me move. And I was like, lady, I don't even know you. And I oh. had like the kids and stuff. I and gave she you a was cookie. Like, and she was 
I, she, I gave you I gave you a delicious treat, and, and, and she you wouldn't want talk me to, to me. She wouldn't talk to me anymore because she was irritated that I did not. I didn't even know her. I didn't come to help her move. No. So, I mean, what the heck? I am so done with the elderly. It's not even funny. Well, I well, I'm getting old. You know, pretty soon I'm going to be farting dust like the rest of them. What are you going to do with me? You going to throw me and split my head open like a coconut? No, well, we're starting a new eating plan for you next week. So are we? We are. Is it, is it a new eating plan or an old new eating plan? And a new uh, old eating wait, plan. Wait, an eating plan revisited. Eating plan revisited. You like that? Yes. So I'm going to be going on a plant-based diet. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I won't say another word about it until I achieve some degree of success. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yes, plant-based diets. And can I just say something? Sure. I just want to say thank you to our Virginia listener out there. <gasps> We're talking about Mr. Gene Foley. <laughs> Gene and his wife, Heather. Um, listening to us uh, out there in Virginia. So yeah, he reached out to you and he said, he I did. Am He's the Virginia one. listener. Yeah. Yeah. And we appreciate that. Um, um, we're very, very touched by that. Yeah. And it's, and it was really good to actually reconnect uh, with Gene because you've known him. Oh yeah. From. Gosh. I mean, since college, I think we went in college and uh, we were in a band together and it's funny because back in the day, um, Are you Brian Adams? I'm back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was the summer oh, you of are Jody. Yeah, Jody got married. You're, and you did. I did. Um, so, but back in the day, we, you know, we would we would play in bands and we would do songs. But he always had a knack for for the bigger picture. You know, when it came to music and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if for for him, the bigger picture was always like um, marketing the band. So like we literally had merchandise before we had a song. You know? Wow. Yeah. And I didn't he, know that. You didn't tell me that yeah, part. Yeah. We, we always had stuff like that. We were looking, we were having, you know, record album sleeves designed. We went to New York and had a meeting with, with some disc producing company oh to gosh. do our own thing. We were Again, gonna, I yeah. didn't know that. So we were going to press our own stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, we had a, a drummer who was a great artist and he did some of the artwork for it and all this other stuff. But so Gene always had this mind right and we hung out a ton and you didn't have a mind no of course not um you know but uh we hung out a ton you know so wait how old were you i'd say say? 17 to 20 okay around that time frame how did you guys meet in college okay in college yeah we had we had a class together up uh, in joyzy in joyzy yeah um but uh so he went on and uh got his his uh doctorate Right. Um, so he's like a, he's a, uh, it's not quite a doctorate. It's a, uh, it's a JD, right? So he's a, he's a, he's an attorney. Right. So I forget what JD I stands for. Um, but he Junior is. Junior deputy. No, I don't think it's. I don't know. That. I'm just going to make up something. It's Juris something. Okay. Deputus. Juris deputus. <laughs> so, um, but he went on to um, do a lot in the music industry. So, which is, was really cool to reconnect with him. And I, and I kind of know some of the things he's been involved in. He's a voting member uh, for NARAS, which is the National the Association of Recording Arts and Sciences. So he votes on the Grammys. I know that's really cool. You did tell me that. Very, very cool. Yeah, and he's uh, he's done some interesting, very, now, very. Is his wife in any of that stuff either? I'm not or quite no? sure. I know he's got a couple of kids, and uh, I think it's pretty cool that you know when you you know 
through the years, like he kind of kept what he liked doing. Yeah. And he was always into sports and and stuff like that, too. And he's like way into sports and and basketball in particular. Me, too. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a huge basketball guy. Like even back then, it's like he had a way to get into stuff. Right. So he would be like, yeah, I went to the Nets game and I met the entire staff. He didn't like get some dude's autograph. So he met D'Angelo Russell. Oh, I don't know if it's the current Nets. I'm talking uh, way back. Oh, um, he met like now. Oh, well, but he's he he has met so many people, and he that's knows really cool. So many people, and and people who are currently playing in the NBA. Um, you know, so uh, so it was really cool to reconnect with him, and um, you know, who knows? Um, I do some music, which we've spoken about, and mm-hmm. we might be doing a little little something down the road. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, shout out to, uh, to my friend, Mr. Foley and his lovely family in Virginia. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys listening. We don't appreciate the traffic, but we no, appreciate you. No, route I-95 in mm. Virginia, which we're going to experience one more time, sweetheart. Um, I thought, you know, moving to Florida, I'd be done with the, with that kind of stuff. You know, and as it turns out that, uh, I'm going to have to go to New Jersey and, and drive uh, a car that I have there back. So we're going to be taking a trip up, and I'm going to well, be driving back. We're going to fly up with Christian. Yep. He's going to stay there, and then you and I get to go back together alone. We get to road trip it. Oh, that's right. Just me and you. We get sister. to have that that breakfast there at the um holiday. No, Hilton Garden. Uh, Hilton Inn. Garden Inn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can get, make me some disgusting. They're the omelet. nicest people there, by the way. I just have to say, except for the fact that when we. <laughs> When we microwaved Christian socks and, you know, it, it, and I know we told that story. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when you go down to eat there, they're like, hi, honey, can I take your plate? Yeah, people Do you are. anything else I can get you? And I'm like, where is this hospitality anywhere else? Seriously. Yeah. Oh, well, people are nice. Um, people in the, in the South, you know, generally they, they go at a different pace. It's not as, as Harry to pace. No, it's not. Um, but that's and, okay because they're very no, polite I, and I hey, love that. I would rather have a less harried pace, enjoy my life, than have Ajit and the stress of the Northeast mm. any day. The, the North. Yes, the stress of the North. That's north why, of the wall. That's why I died once. I died once and my little... <laughs> I can't even remember what I was going to say. I couldn't remember the name of his dire wolf. Oh, ghost. Ghost. Right. Oh, whatever. He's a dog. He's a really big he's dog. He's not a though. dog. He's a wolf. He's a dire wolf. Okay. And did you know the girl that plays Sansa? What the heck is her name? She kept hers. Like she the real actual hers. dog? She adopted hers. Yes. Wow. I don't know if she still has it, but this was when, you know, she How was little. How do you adopt a dire wolf? I don't know. She did. She adopted hers. I don't know what it's name. Oh, it was Lady. Oh. Please don't kill Lady. She didn't do anything. Oh, boy. Wow. Well, this has been a fun discussion. You were not impressed with that? No, that was very good. I cannot do a proper British accent. No, I was going to say that I remembered the dog's name was Lady. The wolf name was Lady. Yeah, I couldn't even remember the name of of Ghost. Because they had a meme about that. They showed her saying that, and it was a picture of Lady from Lady and the Tramp. Lady. Get it? Do you get it? Bub. Yes, I totally get it. Do you get it? I get it. Lady from Lady and the Tramp. Because you're going on your Kenny Rogers over there. You're not I listening. was getting ready to bust into Lady. No, no. I'm your knight no, stop in shiny. It. Who wrote I'm that song? The, I said Kenny Rogers. No, Kenny Rogers sang that I'm going to say Lionel Richie. <gasps> you are correct. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So on or that Neil note. Diamond. 
It was a Neil Diamond or Neil Sedaka for that matter. All right, goodbye. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, tell somebody, any Please. other human being. I would love to see people from other states pop up. Now, or somebody like Comet. Yeah, anybody. Don't bully me. Comment or review the flipping podcast. Hey, how about that? Go to iTunes <laughs> and click on five stars and say, Chubby is awesome. <laughs> if you do that, go out there and say, Chubby is awesome. I will acknowledge you. Wait, I think our next one is an ASMR. I think we're doing the next one ASMR. Yeah, so so be on the lookout so. for that. So you're going to hear me eating food Wait. at a very close Wait, range. Wait, and a little side note before we leave is the next one we're doing too is probably going to be something to do with one of the parks and eating. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Look forward to that. Yeah, look forward to me just eating mountains of disgustingness. No, 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 no. Anyway. Is it going to be plant-based now? No, I'm now? not telling you. <laughs> Does that now, that means that all I can do is eat roughage? <laughs> if I get it under a palm tree, is it still a plant-based? Yeah, if there's a churro <laughs> under a palm tree, I'll be happy as hell, Okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, thank you, everyone, for listening. Tell your friends. Tell some other human being. Please listen to the podcast. Enjoy it. Uh, we enjoy making them. If uh, you know we continue to enjoy making them and we know there are people listening, we'll keep on making them. Uh, if you all stop listening, then you can all go Oh, pound my it. goodness. All right. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. And we will see you soon. Bye.